We rolling. Good morning. Welcome to another music to my de- beers, dears. <laughs> I'm already thinking about hunting season. We uh, we have another great fresh episode for you. We're back in the studio. That's my uh, yeah. Somebody's calling. First day on the radio. Zach Miller leaving <sighs> his phone on uh, not silent. Man, I'm gonna try not to curse too. It's exciting. We're uh, I guess you call this Dark Lord Eve because tomorrow we're gonna uh, all log online. Anybody who wants to, and try to get Dark Lord tickets because it's the 19th and we're super pumped. Can you imagine how amazing our Christmas not Christmas party that we're having this year would be if one of us got a bottle? Yeah, yeah, and it was a, a super fun kind of a thing to get us super excited. Uh, I don't know if I could say super a few more times. We're going to talk a little bit later on. They released the variant list sort of with a twist this year. One, there are a lot more variants than there normally are. Yeah, oh, I, I think I might have counted like 13 or so. Yeah, yeah, and they, they left some of it to be decoded, so we'll get some of that. And uh, we have a pretty excited. We're going to talk about a little bit of whiskey a little bit later on with some folks from... Uh, from around town who've got their own whiskey coming out. Yeah. It's a pretty big show, and I'm very excited because Zach procured a hell of a split one this week that we're going to do a little bit later on that I haven't been able to find, but Mr. Miller's the one with the hookups on the show. It's it's crazy how like limited and rare it is around town. It's hard to find. Very hard. But I'll tell you where I got it. I'm excited to try it because it's one of those things that's either going to be lousy or amazing. I don't think there's going to be a real in-between. It's a novelty. A novelty. <laughs> Well, this is Music to My Beers, another Sunday in the books. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be on until noon here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is Music to My Beers. Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Good to have you along. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of fun doing the show the last couple of weeks because it seems like every time we fire up for another Music to My Beers, we have some amazing beer news that's been dumped in our lap, which is great after a long summer of no news and everything getting canceled. It was like it, one thing after another, or maybe we'll postpone it and then uh, try to do it again. And, and I know that there's a few things that we always look forward to every single year, and we just haven't been able to have that, you know? Yeah. I mean, Early on in the pandemic, we're like, what about our Dark Lord? Yeah, what about our Dark Lord? And uh, we had some, uh, we talked, I think it was June when there was a uh, a release. It was just, it was va- various old Dark Lords they had. It felt like they were cleaning out all their old stock. You got in on that. I did get in on that. I got uh, I got some 2017 Dark Lord, and I got another variant from that year as well. That I can't remember off the top of my head. At the time when you went there, was the brew pub closed? Because yeah. didn't they close for an extended period of time now? Yeah, I think they're still closed. Yeah, uh, unless you're doing you're doing pickup at that little kiosk window. But uh, at the time, you and I were talking, and I thought, well, that's probably pretty much how they're going to be doing a trial run. Because at that point, you know, we talked about it last week when Dark Lord Day from Three Floyds was canceled this year. It was literally two days before tickets went out of sale, which is about five weeks away from the actual event. So the Dark Lord was made. It was in the mm-hmm. bottle. It's been done. And it turned out that that's the way they were going to use it uh, as the release. So tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I believe, Central Time, yes, 4 o'clock our time, the tickets go on sale. They're going to sell out, I'm sure. Uh, pricey, as always. Mm-hmm. But earlier this week, they released the list of the 2020 Dark Lord variants. And you can see the whole list if you go to DarkLordDay.com. Or you can follow along on the air with Zach Miller and I. They did do a twist, though. They've uh, put into code. (laughs) Have you been working on these codes? Which type of barrels uh, these these various uh, variants were aged in. And sort of a little bit. Like uh, the one, obviously, uh, Chemtrail Mix is back this year. And that was one of those sleeper variants from a a few years ago that no one was really hyped on Mm -hmm. until the day afterwards when people had tried it. And now it's one of the most sought-after variants of Dark Lord you can get. But it's Dark Lord aged in. And there's three characters. Dent, dent, dent. 
I'm going to say that's three. That's rum. It has to be rum, you, right? You think it's, well, so what I thought was interesting about the characters, and if you go to DarkLordDay.com, you can see that these are um, triangles. Some of the triangles are up. Some are down. Some are kind of like uh, off to the side a little bit. And some of the squares are like shaded in or not. So I, I know that there's like three characters there, but then I started thinking, does do each of those mean something? Well, I, there's no X's and there are no O's, so my the PlayStation factor into this like <laughs> immediately goes out the window. But it looks like there are three characters, and it's rum barrels with uh, Mekong cinnamon and pink peppercorns. And then the other one that has like the six characters would be whiskey. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, one of the variants they have, the first one on the list, is Pierre's Javelin. This is a new one. It's Dark Lord aged in blank blank. We think whiskey barrels. Uh, another one that sounds pretty great is Hella Boozy, which is Dark Lord aged in, and there are one, two, three. There's four characters there for the barrel. That I don't know. Yeah. But Pierre's Javelin, Hella Boozy are both new. Those are probably going to be just Dark Lord aged in some other different type of, of liquor barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the four characters could be wine. We don't know. Like a port? Yeah. Because I got that one um, the first year. It was a, aged two years in like a Brazilian port barrel or something like that. Or no, Portuguese. Uh, port barrels. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and those ones—they're never really like the hotly most sought after variants, but they 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 drink pretty good. Another one returning this year. And we're not going to run down the entire list uh, in this segment of the show. We'll do some a little bit later on. Uh, Rari Crochet, which is a hugely sought after one from a couple of years ago. Ooh, it's Dark Lord aged in the blank barrels with toasted coconut, freeze dried strawberries, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. And to me, when I first tried it, I got a chance to try it uh, last year, Dark Lord Day. It tastes exactly like you taste all of that. And sometimes the strawberry doesn't always pop out on a lot of these beers. I know it does with strawberry M43, but it's not a, uh, an adjunct flavor you see added to a lot of barrel-aged stuff. Mm-mm. And this one sticks out really well, so I'm hoping that uh, it's going to be back this year. But back and is better than ever this year, rather. Freeze-dried strawberries. I'm trying to get a, a feel for like what that's like. Yeah, the one downside about there not being a festival this year and having the big May party that we're all used to is that's also a great place to get your hands on trying some of these because they tap mm-hmm. different variants and variants from years past uh, throughout the day at different tasting tents. And trying all the other beers that people bring from across the, yeah. like the entire United States where you're like, oh my gosh, I remember that was where I think I first tried Pseudo Sue and I was blown away. Yeah. That was 2015. Yeah, you and I laughed last week that on one hand, yes, we're losing out on that, but on the other hand, it's going to be a much less have to plan your life around weekend for whatever reason that dark lord day festival for the last four years has fallen on a rough weekend for zach you've always got family commitments vacations birthdays It's like the day before mother's day typically yeah Yeah. and uh and and also when you're there you're spending two three times the amount of money you would normally spend so it is gonna be nice we'll tell you we'll call it a little maybe a financial break this year of being able to just swing by get your bottles you don't even leave the vehicle and you you pull off I am totally in. I'm all about this. Another one this year is that's new is Key Rock, which is Dark Lord aged in some other kind of barrels. And you think rum barrels because it's got the three. But it's got three triangles. Three, three triangles. different triangles. Yeah, though. but the other one was three squares. Ooh. I don't know. By the time this, by the time the uh, the pickup happens in the on sale day tomorrow, someone will have figured this code out. <laughs> uh, there's a Three Floyd's Dark Lord Day Facebook page where there's a lot of speculation. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to tell you that I, I sit back and do all the work myself, but I literally just read the comments. And I'm like, that looks like it fits. It could be that. <laughs> uh, another one that's new this year is the Sacred Sword of Hovan. Ooh. It's Dark Lord aged in Three Floyd's distilling blank blank barrels. And then two-year barrels uh, with cherries, which is fun because uh, a while back, Three Floyds started their own distillery. It's right next to the brew pub and the brewery if you've never been there. But now they're starting to use some of their own barrels to age their beer in. 
And I actually, I don't think, now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't had any uh, Dark Lord distillery, or uh, Three Floyds distillery. I haven't either, and and maybe it's because I wasn't really paying the closest attention, but I would have thought that the launch, the grand opening of that whole uh, operation would have been a much bigger deal than, than maybe it was. It was going to be huge. Or like the redesign, or maybe they put that on hold yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, and the last one we're going to cover before we uh, that we take a break here is French Vanilla Militia, another one that's been around for three or four years. I've I've had, had it. it I've, yeah. got, I've got a couple of them. It's always it's a, if you're going to pull a variant, that's a that's a solid pull, especially if you've never had one. You want to see what one of the bigger hype ones because when that one first came out, that was one of the big big deals. Mm-hmm. And it is great. You get the vanilla beans, you get the the heavy coffee, the cocoa, and uh, it's just it's really good and it also ages really well. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be crazy like it's been in the past year, couple of years, where you, you have the queue, you know, you get in oh, maybe yeah. a little bit before the time, and then you're like, you're in the queue, or they don't open it up, right? Do you have to, like, completely refresh your page until... No, I just get on, and then the screen changes, and it says, all right, waiting, and then you just wait. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on sale tomorrow at threefloids.com, and October 19th, that is tomorrow, 3 p.m. Central, so 4 o'clock our time. Man. 170 bucks per package that gets you four custom-printed bottles of the 2020 Dark Lord Russian-style Imperial Stout. You get one bottle of a rare Dark Lord variant, and you get it all in a tote bag, and they are limiting packages to two per customer. You're going for two? Uh, you know, I might. I might. It all depends. Like, I, I kind of get that, like, well, if only put one in my cart and I check out real quick, I'm going to guarantee I get in. Yeah. Uh, but then you're, you're, you're left with ten bottles? Yeah, that's quite a bit. I mean, if you... How about this? If you get in, I'll I'll give you the other 170. If you get in and vice versa, if I get in, what if I decide tomorrow at three o'clock central that I want all ten bottles? Zach? Then you can have all ten bottles. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to get in too. We ran down the first half of the variant list last break, and this year uh, we ended on French Vanilla Militia. What are the all-time favorite variants? Always one that you've had um, yeah, recently. Yeah, and it's really highly sought after. You know, it's it's not one of the oh, I can't believe I got Turtle Dog, <laughs> but also new this year they're doing two-year French Vanilla Militia. Ooh, yeah, which is going to be the Dark Lord aged in uh, in the barrels for two years with espresso, vanilla beans, and cocoa nibs. So that's going to be great. Uh, another one that's new this year is My Rod, My Comfort. Mm. And there are three different words that are uh, redacted on Three Floyd's website. It's just Dark Lord aged in something, something, something barrels. That's really interesting because those look like the same barrels from Pierre's Javelin up near the top of the list. And then also, if I'm looking at all the triangles right, um, boy, there's not there's not another one where the triangles are like faced up. Yeah. Uh, and that's four characters. What could it be? I don't know. Uh, Lodestar returns again this year. That's Dark Lord aged in uh, two different kind of barrels with toasted coconut. Lounge against the macro machine. I have this at home in my cellar. I have not had the chance to try it yet. Uh, it's it's Dark Lord with orange peels, guajillo peppers, cocoa nibs, and Mekong cinnamon. Does it say on the label? If you go down in your cellar and you look at that, does it say on the label what those uh, you know what? barrels should, are? Yeah, I should go check. I'm curious now. Yeah. What if they change it up or if it's uh, just. This is probably the old guy getting into me, but the last couple of years, especially with the way that the Three Floyds has designed those variant bottles, I have a hard time reading and figuring out what they are <laughs> because, you know, they, they do it like the Chinese characters, but they put they put the print up up to down. Oh, that's and right. Left yeah. to right. So I'm like, ah, I don't know. I kind of understand what this is. Well, and they completely redesigned the bottle too with the, the different numbers and Roman numerals and everything like that. Yeah. And then uh, then also back this year is another all time classic. Everyone's always very excited when they pull a marshmallow hanji, which is Dark Lord with uh, with the vanilla beans. 
Mm. So I, I'm pretty excited, and if you aren't, you're like, I'm sick of this Dark Lord talk. We're sorry, but this is the you know our first big big beer release of the uh, the winter season. This along with Prop Day, that we've got Bear Hands uh, Stout releases coming up at the end of December. 2020 is really shaping up to be a good year for us here towards the end. I mean, I feel really good now that we're in October and we're getting ever closer to the end of the year, and and we've got some actually beer releases happening. Yeah, and it's funny we talked uh, about how your drinking habits change, and a lot of people are getting bracing for what may or may not happen, but a second wave. Of, you know, some sort of a pandemic or a lockdown or economic reshuffling. So a lot of people are stockpiling food. And I was laughing at my wife. I'm like, you know, I should buy two tickets for this <laughs> because we're going to we're planning on putting a hurt on our stout cellar this uh, this winter. This would be a nice way to you know keep the stock up. And maybe if you have one or two, it's not going to put a dent in things too much. But also it, it's fun to get a lot of Dark Lord because you ha- you typically I have one or two mm-hmm. and then I'll give the rest out as gifts or trade them or take them to a bottle share. And it's it's, it's always fun to have people get very excited when you when you break one out. I remember that that was our first Christmas party. Before the show's inception, we had that Christmas party, and you brought the Dark Lord because both Ron and I had not had it before. Yeah. And you managed to score some. I, did you have to get tickets that year and go out there? Um, yeah, it was not quite the big as, as a production as it is now. But it was, okay. yeah, by that time, it had been more of a you got to hope you get a lottery. It's still my profile picture, I think, on my untapped because I was so excited to actually hold in my hands a Dark Lord. Yeah, yeah. First time ever. And I'm, I'm trying to build two uh, verticals, so... Nice. I'm, I think I'll probably wind up trying to get two tickets tomorrow. Um, but we'll talk do more it. about that. And then, uh, you know what, if you do, if if you wind up getting tickets tomorrow, you're very excited, whatever group you get, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, uh, share them on the Music of My Beers Facebook group. We've got yeah, a lot let's of fun start st- a thread. Yeah. We should do that. We had a nice little, like, hey, I've got this. Hey, I've got this going on. So uh, we'll talk more about where you can find us on social media. We have got to get to the top of the hour, getting a little bit thirsty. We'll do a little split one. And we have to get to B-Movie next here on Music of My Beers. a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. This is where we uh, pair movies to beers and we have a rating system. It's uh, one beer if it's like one of the best movies you've ever seen. It's 12 beers if it's a complete drain pour and you wouldn't watch it with your worst enemy. Right? Yeah. I think that's pre- probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, so uh, this week we decided to do another Halloween movie. Last week we did uh, uh, Beetlejuice, and this week we're going to do another Halloween classic that will undoubtedly air on Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween, uh, like, about 30 times. Yeah, and it's actually been shown at uh, at movie theaters this week and drive-ins uh, all throughout the state. They brought it back? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's back. Uh, 1993's Hocus Pocus, and there was a funny article written, I think it was Rolling Stone or uh, one of those magazines earlier in the week, sort of explaining the genesis of how this movie went to be what was at the time a box office bomb. To becoming this very celebrated, everyone looked forward to it, the memes are all over the place, <laughs> smash hit that comes back year after year uh, now. Yeah, it's it's still one that I remember growing up and uh, and seeing the um, TV commercial, and there's the uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Yep. I, I did not know that she was the same lady from Sex and the City all those years later. She's like, abak, 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 and then... You know, gets hit in the stomach, and that's just what I remember from the commercials. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. This one came out when I was 13, and it was kind of out of my wheelhouse being a little boy. I didn't really get into it, but I feel like it's shown on cable so often that over the last eight years, 
if I've pieced together every segment that I've sat through, I've probably seen the entire movie. You can get behind it. Yeah, but people who love it, love it. And great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty fun. Bette Midler, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy DeJimmy. Uh, we know her as the voice of uh, Peggy Hill. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, wow. And Thora Birch. Yeah. Remember her from American Beauty? Yeah. This this movie didn't it didn't even make that much at the box office. It cost about $30 million to make. It made about 40 in its initial run. But since then, it's become uh, one of those instant classics, like Super Troopers. It's another one. Yeah. But didn't make anything at the box office. And then since then, has become this legendary cult movie. I'm going to give this one six-pack, because if I'm going to sit back and really take this in and appreciate it... <laughs> You know, I'm going to need six, we'll say, of uh, Old Chub. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, from Oscar Blues. And I haven't had that beer in a long time. I think when uh, when Jason and I first started, we had a Belmont Beverage beer review thing going on. Yeah. And Old Chub was one of the first beers they gave us to review. Oh, and at the time, man. It was the first time I'd had it. I was like, wow, this is strong. You know, I think it's 8, 8.1%, something like that. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a significant Scotch Ale, and it's a great, it's a great classic example of what a Scotch Ale should be. Um, beers like that are why I appreciate the uh, Glasgow Butcher from Crooked U because you're like, okay, I have this, and you're like, this is. Then you taste the the butcher, and you're like, oh, all right, this is what a uh, a Scotch ale should taste like. But they're all typically very strong. But it's funny because back in, back in the day, eight percent, you were like, this is gonna lay me out. This yeah. is intense, and now you, you know I've got double I thirteen percent. Yeah, I've got uh, you know we're talking about Dark Lord. That's thirteen, fourteen percent. So. <laughs> I'm going to give that six Oscar Blues Old Chubs. I like that. I especially like that, especially uh, because now, you know, we're we're getting into the drinking season where you, you want something warmer for your body, something a little higher yeah. alcohol. I'm going to actually have to go with a, uh, a California beer because the kid um, in the movie moves from California to Massachusetts, and I know that I should probably choose and then and end the IPA, but I'm going to go with one. Because I love this movie. I grew up on this movie. Disney Channel would play this movie like all the time, um, especially during October. And they're working on a sequel that I cannot wait for. A sequel to Hocus Pocus? Yeah. And it might be even uh, uh, on Disney Plus. It's like one of a Disney Plus original films getting just released there. So I'm going to go with one Pliny the Elder. Because um, I think that this movie is still one of my favorite Halloween movies. I haven't yet shown it to my kids. I've shown them like the trailer and stuff, but I'm not uh, probably going to wait a couple more years before yeah, we actually can, get into this one. Yeah, your kids might be a little bit young for that. Yeah, the whole the whole dead guy uh, scene <laughs> where he like comes out of the grave and um, and the whole witches and the virgin lighting a candle and stuff like that. So might might hold off a couple more years. It is a Halloween classic, though. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of... Um, we've, uh, we've changed the segment around. It used to fall at the bottom of the hour, but we thought we'd kick off the second hour by splitting one. Zach and I uh, will take one beer per show, break it down, really, really get into it. Yeah. And I'm excited. You actually found this. I'll let you set it all up. First of all, you looked for it for a long time. You did some internet sleuthing to find out where you could get it, because unbeknownst to us, this one is a hot one. It is. And I saw it, um, I think, one of the Indiana Beverage. I think they posted it via their social media and, and just... I had seen a couple of people post it already on my Facebook page, and it's like, hey, have you had that? Have you seen this? I got a couple of DMs, and they're like, have you had Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter? And I had not. Have you ever had it? No, and we talked about it, I think, last year, maybe the year before, when it first showed up. Yeah, but it was gone by the time it showed up. Yeah, and and we talked about it, and it came out. I never really gave it another thought, but you somehow acquired two of these. Uh, Yes, so I... Popped into my Belmont that I typically go to, and they said they ran out of six 
six cases in less than a week. I popped in there a week after they got it. Uh, typically Wednesday, I guess, is the day that you go to to find that kind of stuff. But then they looked in their system and they saw that there were four six-packs left at the Western location. So my wife and I drove out there and I managed to get a six-pack. They let you buy one six-pack uh, per person and I got one. And you're giving me one of them. Yes. I'm getting one-sixth of your entire stash. Yes. All right. I'm excited. commodity. Because we've we've had people in the building that aren't even craft beer people, like Lisa from Traffic, say, hey, did you see this? Have you caught wind of this beer? Mm. So it's getting non-beer people excited about it. It really is. You you know, the the nose smells like uh, Cocoa Puffs a little bit. Like Hershey's. Remember when Cocoa Puffs were like, hey, we're doing Hershey's Cocoa Puffs now. Yeah. The nice thing about this is it's 4.7%, so it's not going to leave you staggering if you have a couple of them but uh lately man since like last christmas ish i've been getting really kind of back into porters a little bit and uh I had, you know the evan fitzgerald great lakes is a great example bells does a fantastic porter uh, i recently had the eugene from revolution that's another great one Ooh! so i'm excited to try this and oh we had uh bare hands porter a couple of weeks ago too. yeah they had their yeah, the sleeping line all right so i'll tell you what the nose is incredible Get that stiff porter like dryness, mm-hmm. and then you just get just a, the tiniest whiff of chocolate. So here we go. You ready? Oh yeah. Mm. That's really good. It is good. That chocolate smoothest things out. You get a lot of chocolate in there. I get a little bit of whatever yeast Yingling uses. Like it's like their signature brand, so it tastes a little bit like like Yingling. Yeah, this might be an unpopular take, but I know that Yingling was a big deal a couple of years ago when it first came into the area because we'd never been able to get it. It's like, it's yeah. finally here. And we all ran out. We grabbed some. And I thought, okay, all right, th- this is fine. But I actually enjoy this a lot more than I enjoy the standard Yingling. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I, I like this variant that they, they introduced for their porter. Um, I would actually maybe even add a little peanut butter in this. It might be pretty good. Yeah, and it's funny, and I wish a lot of, actually, you know what, I wish no brewery would do this, but they do on their website list the calories, and one bottle of this is only 180 calories, which as far as craft beer goes, we can all agree is not a lot. No, where'd you see that? Uh, it's right on the website. Oh, on the okay, gotcha. I also like how they, they put Hershey's, like the Hershey's logo is on there. Yeah. And then it's 21 plus to enjoy. Right. Just a note, you know. Yeah, we've laughed on the show countless times over the last few years that this is really a crazy time to be to grow up if you're looking to snitch a beer or two from your parents because, I mean, look at all the 450 North stuff. That whole stuff was like candy in a bottle. You're candy in a candy. You're like, I can't believe it. Lucky charms, yeah, tricks. Su- super fun. And then you see open a beer and see Hershey's. I'd, if I were a kid, I'd say, all right, you know what, I'll mm-hmm. take this for a spin. So, yeah, this is fantastic. If you were to rate this on Untapped, how many stars would you give it? Um, I mean, we're going to rate it here in just a second when we go to break. but uh, Probably, I'd give it... I'd give it a three, a three, three, because I can do that. Oh. I know. Zach gave money to the Untapped app. so he Every has, month. If you're friends with Zach on Untapped, you can see he has a little top supporter. Uh, what is it, supporter? Yeah. It's like a little insignia, a little fan badge. I think it, Untapped supporter, investor, uh, uh, something in, like that. Investor, yeah. It's part of your extensive portfolio <laughs> of know. beer investments, but... Uh, it's, it's really a community thing, you know. It's like being a part of a uh, non-commercial radio station or TV station, WNIT, and but it allows you to uh, give like a uh, more of an in-depth rating scale than the rest of us. We can only go quarter stars. Zach can go like point oh five. Mm-hmm. And I get more characters too when I'm writing stuff. So oh. as I'm writing the book, you know, about this beer, I think I'm going to give this about a three and a half. As far as porter goes, this is uh, highly drinkable, and mm-hmm. I know that a lot of porters because of that dry, that kind of stiff malt back end, you you tend to drink them slow. This one you can. 
I almost want to say it's crushable. You can get through these at a pretty decent clip. I like, and I had I did this the other night where I let it come up to temp, mm-hmm. and you get way more chocolate out of it than, than okay. you do when it's super cold like this. Well, if you can have that kind of self-control, maybe do the old Ron thing. It'll get two of them, drink one while the other one's warming up. Yeah. But if you can only get six, that's not going to be a problem for you. You know, you can Mm-mm. just chill it for a little bit when you get home, and it's going to be good to go. We have uh, an entire rest of the hour to go with Music to My Beers. A little bit later on this hour, we are going to be talking for some folks from uh, from a whiskey company. I don't oh, know. yeah. Here's the intersection. A lot of our favorite beers are aged in what? Whiskey barrels. You can't get whiskey barrels unless you get the whiskey out. So we're going to talk a little bit of, uh, of local whiskey here. Music to my beers. and Here it is. Our staff picks. Our weekly staff picks for Music to my beers. I am Cluck with Zach Miller. We each chip in three that we're either jamming on or we want to jam on. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, uh, for kind of a weekly mixer sixer. Unlike the liquor stores, though, you will not be getting a discount on this should you choose to go all six. And I think in honor of this week's uh, split one, I'm going to do three... Three porters. Okay. One of them I'm going to throw in is the Yingling's Hershey because if you haven't tried it, this is it's at the very least if you're a huge craft beer snob and you would never drink never drink this on your own, it's worth a try just for the sheer novelty of it. It's good, and we, you and I were just talking a minute ago. If you're unfamiliar with porter as a style, this would be a great jump in point. Yeah, because it's not uh, too robust one way or the other. It doesn't have that like harsh like yeah that dry malty kind of the. I don't know what you even call it, but after you take your first swallow and you exhale through your nose, a lot of times with a porter, that scent, whatever that is, can be very off-putting to, mm. to people who aren't used to it. Especially if you burp in somebody's face. Yeah, to me, porter was something I had to work my way into. I tried it really early on in my craft beer career, and I didn't care for it. But then the more you get into some of the heavier stouts and you, and you start to gravitate towards certain flavor pro- profiles, uh, the porter really really comes... Uh, Way up. It's something I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had a lot of three or four years ago. Even maybe it's because I'm 40 now. I've become a porter guy. Who knows? Yeah. Well, and also we're getting into kind of like the porter and stout season. The, the yeah. darker beers. Well, and and the one thing is fun is because there are a lot of stouts that are hard to get, hard to chase, not readily available, very very expensive. You know, barley wines super expensive. Porters generally easy priced. They're not too huge in alcohol, so you can have you know a few of them. Yeah. You know, they're readily available. The other one I'm going to throw in is one I had earlier this week, and it was the Eugene Porter from uh, from Revolution over in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is really – it's it comes in a can, obviously, as the rest of uh, Revolution's lineup does, but uh, it comes in at a 6.8, so it's significantly more powerful than the Yingling Hershey's one we're enjoying currently. But it's it's just a – I've seen it on the shelf, dude. I couldn't tell you how many times I've passed this thing by. You know, in favor of an anti-hero or whatever the the glamorous hero pack is, but yeah. I finally broke down and I grabbed uh, six of them this week. They're great, and they're just a little bit less powerful than like a two-hearted and just as crushable. And for whatever reason, you were just talking right. The like the outside, the leaves, the temperature, you know, taking an absolute crap on us like it has the last few days. Mm-hmm. It makes the porter that mouth feel and those kind of crunchy fall flavors that come along with it. It makes it more appealing to me. Yeah. And then the other one, and I wasn't going to throw in the Great Lakes Evan Fitzgerald, but I'm going to throw in the Bell's Porter because that's one of the oldest, I think, craft porters I can re- ever remember seeing. It was one of the first ones I ever tried, why I, I kind of shied away from it for so long. But recently you go back and, like, the Bell's, the, the best brown is fantastic, but you, you go back. It. Yeah, the, the porter is great. It's easy to find, easy to price. And you know what? It's also fun when a beer's like that, it's really accessible. Because if you get it and you don't like it, it's not the end of the world. You're not on the twenty dollars six pack, and you're not going to be. You know, you can you can hand them out to buddies. Or, That's what or, I usually do. Yeah, yeah when or, I don't like them, or use them in cooking. 
I never thought about that. Yeah. What do you use them in your bratwurst, or do you make special sauces? No, I go back and forth because I've got friends that will use uh, really nice beer. I've got friends that have done, like our buddy Moto Foundry Hank did a KBS uh, sausage. Ooh. And he said it was kind of a waste of a KBS, but I, I've got a couple of brothers who work in food service, and they both told me repeatedly, like, if you're going to use beer in something like bratwurst, you go, don't use anything nice. Okay, just use the cheap stuff? You know, and I also, I also had those bougie moments where I was looking for some beer in the house to, <laughs> to parboil some brats in, and all I had was, like, you know, double IPAs. Oh. So I had to go to the store to buy myself some Budweiser. and uh, But, yeah, you, like, use it in cooking. And uh, we're going to find out here in a little bit. We're going to do a little bit of food tasting with some of our new whiskey friends. You can use any kind of alcohol in cooking, but it all depends on what kind of flavor profile. We'll get to more of that, but now, Zach, I'm going yeah. to sit back, sip, and turn it over to you. It's funny. You uh, you mentioned the um, the bratwurst and, and beer, and I got a, I had a shipped shopper doing um, some shopping for me, and she texted me. She's like, hey, the, the brand of bratwurst, the beer bratwurst, are out of stock. Do you want the Meyer brand? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll take the Meyer brand. Came to my house. Do you know Meyer Brand is now doing Bell's Two-Hearted Beer Brats? I had not heard. Yeah. So I got those up in my freezer now. I'll probably break those out pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know if they right. pair well with a Two-Hearted or what. Okay. So on to my, uh, my three. I am going to throw in a specialty beer from Perrin. You ever had Perrin? Yeah. Up at Grand Rapids. Yeah. They're the guys who do uh, the uh, no, no rules. rules. Yeah. So in their no rules um, one time, I got a double. It was a, a no rules, and then the other one was a malted milk ball, which is an incredible imperial porter, and it tastes just like a milk. Um, no, not a milk dud. What am I thinking? The uh, got Whopper. Whoppers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, milk duds over Whoppers all day, any day. But for the purpose of the beer, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some of them get the, stuck the, in my teeth. Yeah. The chewy chocolate's what appeals to me. The Whoppers, you crunch and you're kind of done with it. But uh, that, you're a sugar daddy guy, aren't you? Uh, or sugar babies. Yeah. Yeah. Those, like any any kind of candy like that, mm. I definitely go for chew over crunch. Probably why I have 16 different crowns. <laughs> Um, another one that I'm going to throw in there is one that you do have to go over the border for because I don't think we can get odd sides or no, this mm. is a running thing with odd sides. Odd side says that they deliver into the state of Indiana, but I have yet you, to see it. You tweeted about it and made a Facebook post uh, yeah. about it years ago. And you were like, I wish we could, can't wait till we can get this in Indiana someday. And odd sides tweeted you back and they're like, we can. Yeah. And you're like, no, we can't. Maybe down in Indy. I'm going to say it's Southern Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. But not here. Their rye hipster brunch stout Ooh. is delicious and perfect. Um, yeah, one of the things that I think I hope changes and his life maybe someday returns to normal and we're going to get this show out and about is more brew pubs open up to full capacity. Oh, dude. I'd love to go up there and check it out. Up to Odd Sides? Yeah. I would, too. Um, where Where is it? There, are, It's is it Grand Haven? Yeah, it's Grand Haven. Okay. I would love, I mean, I love everything that they Hang do on, as me. far as like fruit beers and they do the um, the fruitsicles. That was something that we would always be in the search for, especially as like any IPAs were coming into yeah. like popularity and, and then it's, and it's messed fruit, up because lactose. Odd Sides is right in Grand Haven and I pass it on the way to my brother's house all the time and I never stop. I'm always like, because he's up in Muskegon. I'm like, I gotta get on the road, gotta get going, can't stop. What else is up there? Allison is in Grand Haven or uh, no? I think it's south of there, but I know that uh, the big draw for Grand Haven is Coast Guard. Fest, which is like the absolute worst traffic you'll ever find yourself in, maybe in the state of Michigan. Wow. What yeah. is it usually? Hmm? When is Coast Guard Fest? July. I don't okay. know. It always seems like I'm headed up there or down there when it's Coast Guard Fest. I'm like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> all right. There's our pick six. Uh, and I got one more to throw okay, in there. All right. The, uh, the Galaxy Imperial from Bare Hands. Mm. This one has just made a, an appearance again. And um, 
I, I want to get my hands. It's 10%. And obviously, Galaxy Hops, it's, it's got to be delicious. So tasty. It's been, it's been some years since I've had that one. Yeah, and they I don't know if they've done a Galaxy a ton load series. I know they've done uh there was an Idaho. Did they do the cit- there was Citra? a Citra, there was a Citron a ton load. Yeah. yeah. I love the Galaxy hops. I do too. Delicious. Man. Uh we still have plenty of music in my beers on tap. We are gonna take a break here in just a minute and talk some local whiskey oh, with yeah. a fine gentleman from Honora Whiskey here on Music to My Beers, Real Rock 1039 the Bear. And here we are, Music to My Beers, and I know this is a beer program that airs every Sunday from 10 to noon, but we are going to take a few minutes out to celebrate some local fellas who have brought some whiskey to the table. And we'll let anybody on the show who brings beer, but little known fact about the show, we'll also let anybody on who brings whiskey. And uh, a few guys from Nora Whiskey are in the house today, and we met uh, Roy Anderson earlier in the week. We met uh, Tavon Coney earlier in the week, and you guys are still hanging around of Chef Kenny. Now, really quick... Uh, Roy, in one minute, can you tell me what this whiskey is? This whiskey is uh, my dreams come true. Uh, no, just uh, it is a whiskey that I've worked on for years. Uh, we want something that's smooth, that is uh, of the highest quality, that the average guy can't afford. But we want to make it so the average guy can afford. It's you delicious. Think, we think high in bourbon, high in whiskey, and I know this is very unprofessional to talk my mouthful, but so what? <laughs> Check how he brought food. You you think whiskey and bourbon? You think a lot of money. This is out of my price range. You get the really nice stuff, not like the low. You know, low. And that's true. That that is totally true up until now. You know, I mean, I thought to myself uh, when I was younger, I had a problem with drinking. The way I quit it is I only drank the high end stuff. Okay. You know? And with mm-hmm. the high end stuff, I couldn't afford to drink all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But I mean, it is so good. The difference is so extreme from. From your Jim Beam to your Booker's is such a difference. You when know, I, when I was younger, I started like the whiskey we all drank in college was Kessler and oh Kessler mini <laughs> right? mini no, a weekend in cornfield with Kessler. Just, you know, when you're when you're at an upscale party or an event and you taste some really high end bourbon or whiskey and and or some scotch even, you think okay, this is not even this is not the same stuff that I'm mixing with my no, you know RC cola on the weekend. Not even close. So uh, when, when is this going to be available locally before we, uh, um, we talk to Tavon here? Before November 7th, it's going to be available in South Bend. November 7th, we're having the release party, hopefully at o- O'Rourke's. Uh, hear me, Navarro. We're working on it. <laughs> uh, after that, we're Florida. After that, Nevada. And then after that, 22 states. Um, we're going to have uh, online ordering. We're going to have you know everything we can. To spread this out. Well, that sounds like yeah. a hell of a lot of work. Uh, we'll also have to post the uh, the when we find it when you find out the location, we'll have to put that in the group and also on our Facebook page so that we can tell people about when yeah. when and where they can experience this delicious whiskey. Yeah, sorry. And, and we're gonna, no, there's a weird beer tie-in here for uh, oh, for yeah. Nora that we're gonna get to in just a second. Now, uh, Tavon, if you want to grab the microphone, you are you're one of the guys behind this this brand, and it's very exciting. And uh, we talked about it earlier uh, with with the other show. You're 23 years old. You had an incredible athletic life thus far. And now, to add to your resume, you're a whiskey guy. That's got to be pretty exciting for somebody of your age. I'm, I'm 40, and nobody would dream ask me to be a part of anything like this. So the, <laughs> fact, that, the fact that you jumped in, and now you're, you're a whiskey guy at 23, that's a super, super rare thing. Oh uh, yeah, super excited, man! I know. I, I remember when I first told my friends and my family, they were like, you know, kind of confused but really excited for me at the same time. And you know, for me, it's always doing something different. You know, things that I probably never thought about doing, but 
are really great opportunities. And I think these are one of them where, uh, you know, Nora and, and the product was really good. And it was something that I felt like, you know, I can be behind. And, you know, we built it where, you know, Anora stands for honor, you know, just having that kind of respect and different things like that. So, you know, the things that we stood on as a company um, was really important to me, and that's what made me really want to feel like I want to be a part of it. And then making an initiative to want to give back, you know, using a great product to obviously spread around to a lot of people to enjoy, but, you know, using those some of those proceeds to um, give back to the community and right. uplift them and the youth. And I think when you have something like this, um, it's a no-brainer to want to give back and make a difference, and that's something that we're going to do. And it's got to be super cool. And you've got a, a lot of fun on your horizon. And we've we've watched people go through this. Not obviously friends, but people we we've seen when when you launch a brand, whether it's a brewery or a whiskey, or you're, you're representing a brand like it, the release party and the shindigs you get invited to because you got to be out and promote it. You got to go out all the time. So you're at these crazy parties. Like you got a really fun couple of years ahead of you getting this brand out there. Yeah, I, I'm actually really excited for the uh, process, you know, just having my, my nonprofit and, you know, going through the ups and downs of that. I was like super thankful for that. And I think here now again, getting the Nora started, it's going to be another journey for me to learn a lot, but also enjoy uh, the ups and downs of it as well. So I'm excited for the journey and, and making it last. Yeah, we're super pumped for you. This is, again, at your age, man, just incredible. And Chef Kenny, uh, we'll, we'll kind of bring things back with you really quick. Sure. Uh one day the plan is to have an Anora restaurant, a whiskey house and and pub or a, a distillery with a restaurant. Yeah, is mm-hmm. is planning because we've Zach and I with music to my beers have been to countless beer pairings, beer dinners, and it's it, it's always interesting to see because there are such a wide variety of adjunct flavors you can cram into a beer or a stout to find out what kind of flavors you can pull in. But what kind of a creative license does a whiskey give you? Because I mean, you've crammed it in cheeses, you've crammed it in vegetables, like what. This whiskey, um, hands down, I have made bourbon sauces, I made whiskey sauces, um, Jack Daniels, beef tips, all these other things. And like I said, uh, Roy came to me with this whiskey, and I tried it, and it had these these butterscotch hints, these um, the smoky flavor, and I knew this was going to add a lot to a lot of my dishes. And to have free reign to just go crazy a little bit, and, and this morning... Uh, we we put that on display at the restaurant for for Roy. Uh, with we did a, a Nora whiskey tips. We did um uh a, we did a, a smoke chop with a, a honey mustard whiskey sauce. So had so Incredible. much fun with it. Um, we even did a coffee drink. I did a hot um, old fashioned coffee, which was absolutely amazing. I mean, it's going to set your Saturday off on a wicked pace. <laughs> just going to say, sign me up for Notre Dame tailgate day. Yes, Look, abs- I'm telling you, absolutely. this is something that uh, after I tasted it, we're going to can it. We're going to sell it nationwide. So, um, and then what no we're ice. having today is, is is a whiskey cheese, and you know, I've had plenty of beer cheese. Yeah, and you've had plenty you of can, beer cheese. You can almost do this as a shot. And again, which could be the fattest thing I'll say all all morning long. <laughs> two, <the cheese. laughs> two shots of hey, whiskey cheese. We're gonna have a cheese shot now. But uh, no, and the wonderful thing about it is uh, a lot of sauces and stuff. You're gonna burn or evaporate your whiskey or wines out of your sauces, your your gravies, your and everything else. This whiskey, I've been folding into it. I've been folding this whiskey in and not burning it out. So you're gonna taste the whiskey like and everything me, I make. One for the cheese, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's the, that's one what this morning cheese. has been all about. I'm all yeah. for the cheese. Now, uh, Roy, we're, this is where the, the music to my beers and the Anora kind of uh, come together. Really quick. Of as, yeah, as we close things out, this uh, this one bottle you brought in uh, of your whiskey is the only bottle that that exists in the world for now. Yeah, for now, but you've it, you've done this whiskey in striker liquor barrels from, uh, I did. from Bear Hands I did. and Granger. As soon as I thought of the idea of getting a hold of you guys, trying to make this work, 
Um, I went to Granger. I made friends. Yeah, you, you know, know I, your whiskey guy. I decided to know who I needed to know. Right. You know, and I got striker like her early before wow. anybody else. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that alone makes me feel like a VIP. You know, That's awesome. Again, I'm not any Tavon Coney. But I got that. I aged it. I drank it. It was, it was good? good. It was very good. Oh my God. Striker Liker is insane good. It's very strong. It is mm-hmm. very strong. Stronger yeah. than most yeah. people would realize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> we that, talked about that. But yeah. That now, is insane. Now, for the first time, though, I'm going to try the Honora Striker Liker whiskey. Uh, Zach bottoms up, I guess. Cheers. We're not supposed to slam the whole thing. You just sip it, right? We're classy. You sip it, you're classy, you chug it, whatever you need to do. How smooth is that? That is deliciously smooth. And it's got, you're right, it's got a, a different kind of a sparkle to it than the it than the Honora does. They're both they're both great and frankly almost worrisomely smooth. Like for not any proof, that should not be that smooth. <laughs> Wait yeah, till you try our Jim Beam version. Oh wow. Uh we're at, so actually as we uh, kind of close things out, we're looking forward to some great things from you guys. We're super pumped you guys had a, a chance to swing by music to my beers. Uh plug your social media really quick because when the release party happens. The details will hit your socials first, and then we'll obviously share them from there. All right. Go ahead. No. <laughs> uh, so we have a Facebook page and an uh, Instagram page called Nora Whiskey, so definitely be able to check us out on both, uh, you know, great pictures and, um, you know, all the updates to be from there. But we're excited to get the website going soon here um, with the link and, and get things rolling. So just stay tuned, and um, great things are coming. Looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys a ton. Also, hey, who's which one of you has the unfortunate short straw of having to run the social media accounts? Not me. Actually, he's not here. Oh, that would be dude. Ryan Kinner. What a huge fan that is. But, yeah. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say Mike Pound, Ryan Kinner, two most important people of our company. And you know, without them, we'd be just a couple guys. Partying on the weekends. Uh, just throwing it out there. If you're looking for some part-time guys, I mean, part, well, part-time, we're, we're kind of quality. We're big on quality control. That's what Zach and I are really... Quality's the most yeah, important thing. Control, you know, guys, yeah. but, you but a company, I mean, with, with this much whiskey coming in, you're going to need to have a couple of extra hands when it comes time to make it to your qualities, you know, up to snuff. So if you need tasters, I mean, where are you guys? You know what? So I'd like to employ you now. <laughs> I would like to offer you guys to be a part of a North South Bend. We'll be the, Actually, be sweet. Northern Indiana, hey, Southern Michigan. If this turns hey. out to be like bottle washing or something, I'm going to be very upset. But <laughs> right. hey, hey, Warren, if I could give one shout out um, yeah, yeah. for yeah. the food that I prepared today. Um, we did keep a local footprint. So we used Bendix Roaster Coffees. Oh, yeah. We used Unity Gardens Honey from the Hood, mm. um, Hyatt's Farms, um, everybody local. Um, you know, it's funny. Crystal Creamery and also all, all the breweries we work with around here do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. Really we can't count on our government. Mm-hmm. And, and the we same, have to count on each other. Yep. yep. And the same thing at Vice's Guest House. We do the same thing. We keep the local footprint. And especially, and that's what we learned during the COVID crisis, was we have to look for our food right in our backyard. Well, and, you know, this is a conversation for another show, but the uh, the... the Vulnerabilities in America's supply chain were exposed. Exactly. In yeah. COVID. And so we found out. Yeah, yep. If you're able to do what you do, do it in a, in a better way and do it locally, then by Go all means. Go local for sure. Yeah, yeah we'll yep. support that. But, gentlemen from Anora Whiskey, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank we, you so we, much. Can't wait for the release party, boys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.
Yeah, it's uh, my turn to uh, take control of this microphone and tell you what's coming up and what we've got to look forward to. Things to put on our calendar, which obviously earlier on in the show we were talking about the um, Dark Lord ticket release, which I know both of us are going to be 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be on the phone um, just seeing if we can get in. I know... The the tickets are going to be limited, probably. Yeah, um, and it'll, it'll sell out like it does with any other Three Floyds Dark Lord event, probably inside of 15 or 20 minutes. But the the difference is, is that you get the tickets this year, you, you can get one or two. Um, uh, and there's no festival. No, no festival. So it's a drive up, show them your receipt, show them your phone or whatever, and, uh, and you can get your one or two allotments is what they're allowing for this year. If you want two packages, yeah, you can get uh, each package is four regular Dark Lords with one variant, and you get the uh, oh so sought after tote. I wonder if you can ride with people together, like if you wanted to carpool with like four other people that also got in, and then you just all show your phones, you know, for people like sitting in the back of the car. I'm sure you can, but when you make your purchase, I do know, and I'm gonna again probably read more about this, so I've got it all straightened before I go tomorrow. Is you select a certain pickup date. Okay. Yeah, instead of doing like group A, B, C, D, or E, there's going to be pickup days where it's like Ooh. all these people pick up on this day. It was the same way they did it for their last one. Uh, the pickup days actually are Thursday, November 5th through Tuesday, November 10th from 10 to 6. Okay. So that gives you like a couple of different options. That that actually makes it easier on you because then you don't have to show up for hey, that exact day. You could get Dark Lord Day done on a weekday. That would, that would be so awesome. Yeah. When you're Make at a trip home, of it. Yeah, help at home and enjoying yourself. Um, so we've got that going for us. Um, this was something that showed up in the, the trades as of recently. And when I say the trades, I mean the South Bend Tribune. I'm just saying, ah, oh, the <laughs> trades. Yes. Beer trades. Zach Miller sitting back enjoying a cigar at his trades. Uh, Aspen Tap House will fill the former Scotty's Brewhouse building in Mishawaka. So I'm unfamiliar with Aspen Tap House. I've never eaten at one, but apparently it's a regional restaurant that has locations in Texas, Kentucky, and Indiana. Well, um, I, hope, I hope they follow the same kind of footprint as Scotty's, where there's a lot of different craft beer on tab. That and uh, a, like, five-page menu. <laughs> Do you remember that book that they would hand you when it first opened? Hey, that uh, that peanut butter burger they did was still one of my favorites. That was the first time I'd ever had peanut butter on a burger. Mm. And because of Scotty's now, whenever I see that on a menu anywhere else, I'm like, yes, that's the guy. I go for it, for yeah. sure. Mm. And last but not least is Oscar Blues. You mentioned them earlier in the yeah, show. Yeah, the old chub. Old chub. They are unveiling a Thick Haze New England-style IPA. It's, it's called Thick Haze, um, and it's going to be on draft and in six-packs, 12-ounce cans. Well, we'll keep our eye open for that. It looked pretty good. Yeah, Oscar Blues doesn't do a bad product. Trying to see if there's a uh, percentage on here, and it doesn't look like I can find the percentage. Mm. Bummer. I mean, I'm going to guess around like 7% or so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Uh, that is going to do it for this week. Music to my beers. Thank you to all of our pals from Menorah Whiskey for stopping in and uh, sitting down with us talking some hard liquor. And uh, you know what? This time next week, we'll sit together, and who's going to have Dark Lord tickets? Who's going to have Prop Day tickets? We're all going to shuffle out our tickets and find out how much we spent on beer releases. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to listen unless your name's Dave Ramsey, all right? Otherwise, <laughs> please join us here same time next week, 10 I'm to noon. not debt-free. Yeah, No. <laughs> No, I don't think you can make a debt-free screen when you're spending $170 times two for Dark Lord tickets. <laughs> and put it on my credit card. I'll have it paid off before I go pick it up. Yeah, right. This is music to my beers. Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.